Yeah, g'day. Welcome to the Fearless Streams, where I, your host, Janine McRae, bring you the tiny thoughts that stream from my brain and present them to you as though they're, and I'm making rabbit ear quotation marks here, all that. That's it. That's my spiel this week. Mmm, lazy. Now, I can't promise you much with these weekly whatever these are, but I can promise you this. I won't keep you long. Don't you think a promise like that deserves a follow? Tap that follow button. Because every time you do, a writer like me gets their wings. Let me tell you something. When this lady, I'm pointing at myself here, sees a headline that says, Cat loves portable hole, this lady puts her fingertip to magic mouse and clicks to see what all the fuss is about. Upon clicking this particular headline, I found out that it was a picture of a cat totally blissed out and laying atop a floor rug that was designed in such a way so as to look like a portal to another dimension. You know, that black and white checkered pattern that's like an optical illusion. Cat looked so happy and, I don't know, a bit high, actually, to tell the truth. Probably hit the catnip a bit too hard. Why would I bring this up? Because portable holes were the inspiration for today's missive. Because this rug got me to thinking about portals. Not the game, which I absolutely love, but you know, portals to another world. At the time I wrote this, all news seemed like bad news. There's just no escape from it. So escape. This episode is all about escapes. But exploring all the portals to other worlds that take us into our imaginations or into our emotions or just allow us to step away from the ugh and into the wow. Specifically, creative portals created by other people, for us, mere mortals, to disappear inside of the portals. So books, film, art, music, etc, etc, etc. I talk about a couple of those in this episode and how to best step into those portals in case you've been sucked into a dark place and don't even know where to look for the exits, which are portals. Basic premise, to survive in this world, you have to find life on other planets. Or is that in other planets? Doesn't matter. Stay to the end because there are a few footnotes for this one. But for now, without any further falling down a wormhole before I even finish recording this, here is this week's post. Creative wormholes are portals to peace. It's all too much. The flood of bad news raging down my road, coming straight for my melon head. It is relentless. A heaving torrent filled with the angry bob of trash and roaring with that you must take this sensory overload 24 hours a day, seven days a week, righteousness. The stained mattress of climate change, the tired tumble dryer of oligarchs and tyrants, the burnt out car of racists. This misery river smashes into my eye and ear holes and I disappear under the surface, choking. This is not disappear escape, this is disappear drown. I walk into the bathroom and stand at the vanity, having spent the morning writing. I hate everything I have done and the betrayal of my brain. Each word is a turd, each thought a loser. You suck. You're the worst. You're a pox on the ass of the world. You need a break from yourself and your stupid face and your dumb type all the wrong words fingers. My eyes look deep into my eyes and I fall into the outstretched arms of procrastination. Indifference is bliss. This is not escape disappear. This is self-hate disappear. Where's my wormhole? Where's my portal to another world where I can just feel better? Just for a bit. I'm not saying I need to go there for eternity. I live in reality, a state we should all try to be citizens of. But this other world where things are different. I just want to go to that world for a spell. 
to right my lifeboat so that I can float a while longer on this shit stream of news. I need oars. Do you have oars? Is there a world populated entirely by ore merchants with stores named The Moor, M-O-A-R, Oars Store? Dunk and disorderly? Out of this orbit? I want to go to that world. The ore world. There is escape to be found there. If only there were a way. Holy shit. I just remembered there is. I know where I can find these portals. Portals that have allowed minds to flee ravaged worlds and disappear completely into time and space and fantasy. The bored folk. The melancholy depressed. The self-loathing hate-the-look-of-you people. Even the ones who are in a fine mood, actually. Why do you ask? All these people have fallen into wormholes willingly and joyfully, and you can fall in too. This way to the wormholes. Let's start with some snoot. This portal is as old as caves and as contentious as the colour Tiffany Blue. Slip on your best wormhole travel pants and escape into the A of art, right there in that little hole in the centre of the letter itself. Get sucked on in to a big A or small A vortex, doesn't matter. It can start out a bit Picasso, but maybe it'll turn a little Mondrian before disintegrating into whatever shit you're into. This is one of those wormholes that has many branches and alternate timelines. You've just got to find one you like. People might try to tell you how to look at art before you step into that wormhole, but all you need to start, ladies and gantlefolk, are peepers. All that analysis shit can come later, because the escape is the initial sucking in, and once you've been sucked in, you'll be pulling at your hands to watch the treacle of paint and colours dribble from your fingertips. You'll be sliding the Vaseline of unexpected and unlocked emotion all over that dried-out husk of a heart, and you will think, Yes, and of course, and this wormhole makes me feel funny inside. Maybe it'll make you angry. I once stormed out of a gallery, the Whitney if I recall correctly, because a Twombly made me mad. I still think about that day. Perhaps I've mentioned it before. But once I got out on the street and my brow unfurrowed its anger flag, I grinned. Oh, sigh, you little shit stirrer, you. The point is this. These are just emotions, and when you're in them, you aren't in this world. You're in someone else's made-up world. And what the actual, right? That's the power of the portal. You get sucked in, you feel the escape, and then you process what it means. People are always telling you to connect, to be present, as though that's the answer to everything. Someone talking to you, look them in the eye, engage. Someone breaking up with you, which record are you absolutely not going to let them have in the division of goods? These are in-world situations. What they don't tell you is that to be present can also mean that you submit to something that takes you out of the world and puts you into another. This is a state of being de-present present. And personally, I think it's kind of essential if you're trying to make it through a long life and not go bonkers or sink into a lifetime of anger and sadness. Art is a de-present present wormhole. It's okay to get out, to get in. You'll find visual art wormholes every damn where. Galleries, books, on the street, the television, the sides of buses. And there's this thing called the internet, which you'll need to be careful with as it's also the portal to pain with a shitstream. But there's plenty of art to take a squiz at there. Here's another classic. As old as stone but light as thought. Let's explore the double-barreled O's of the word book. Put on your word galoshes and wade on in through one of those windows, like you're watching an episode of Play School. Feel the tunnel walls as you are pulled into the cavernous vortex of another world. 
Maybe it's a world based in reality, in the facts or lies of what happened and when. Or maybe it's a world that's as fanciful as boy wizards or pan-galactic gargle blasters. Whatever the world, it's wormhole travel that can be as cheap as a library card, which last time I looked, was still free. A book can make you disappear completely. Whether you choose the left or right, oh, you will journey to other worlds, which means you can be sitting on a bus in San Francisco while simultaneously flying a spacecraft to another planet. Words do this. Stupid words that don't become anything until you smash letters together and they make something great that can change your perception of the passage of time. Do you think you get called a bookworm because worms eat books? No, it's because of the wormhole thing. And these wormholes are so accessible, you can even listen to books if you don't like reading. This brings me to ears and canals. The word music has no letters to disappear into, no tunnels, just lines and curves. That's all you get. It's because music is a push-pull wormhole. It is ethereal and mystical and whimsical and harsh, and it pulls you in by pushing you away with sound. It comes for you, hunting. It is stealthy air with secret substance that seeps upon your auditory shore. Once it finds root, it smashes into the hammer and anvil of your desires. The escape of music is the dissolution of your marriage to reality. Okay, maybe that's overstating it a bit, but music's pretty magnificent. Some music also mixes words, called lyrics, into the recipe of its creation and incarnation. It's a twofer wormhole, or really a threefer, words, sound, art, where visual languages are mostly experienced via the eyeballs to send signals to the brain to be processed. Music sneaks in after a night on the town, and throws up all over the carpet of your bedroom. <laughs> Process this. Notes are crowbars prying open the feelings box. Today's mood? Melancholy speed metal with soothing undertones of murk. Music is a dial where the worlds are emotions and the feelings are infinitely tweakable. The bass of your mind, the treble of your heart, classical swells that saw your brain out of windows and into the sky to float about on wafts of notes. Divine symphonies. Cataclysmic din. Walls of sound that we scale using the ropes of our hearts. This escape is infinite. These worlds are high fidelity, and once they exist in your brain, you can never forget them. Earworms! I rest my wormhole case. I could go on, and I've left a lot of shit out, even in the three wormholes I've mentioned here, but you get the picture. All of these escapes change moods, or reinforce moods, or bring you further into the melancholy and pain or joy and triumph to allow you to feel and wallow and accept the moment so that you may come out the other side and live in the now. Escape is a beacon. Escape is necessary. To come back, first you must go away. It can be easily done. Bleaches out in the sun, etc. Of course, not all wormholes lead to good worlds. There are bad books. There is bad art. Record stores are stuffed to the bin brims with bad music, but you can't find what you like without first sticking your tongue onto the battery terminal of taste. And you can always walk away from a sculpture that makes you feel bad. You can stop reading at any point. The off switch is primed for the soft pad of your finger. You can shut down a wormhole before it sucks away your life force. That's just some advice I'm throwing in for free. Too long didn't read? Life's too short to sit in shit. Choose your wormholes wisely and disappear like a blissed-out cat on a vortex mat. Words, visual art, earhole magic, whatever. Take the time to disappear into worlds outside your own. The washing up can wait.
fade right on out and away to another world created by another human being and be an airstrip to their plane of imagination. Now, a word on endings. People make stuff. Hooray! And you escape to that world and you get invested. Good for you. But you don't own that world. You're just visiting. The omnipotent observer. You have no say in how it ends. So if you get into that world and it doesn't end the way you want it to, get over yourself and go make something different. This is not about what you want. It's about what happens. And learning to deal with disappointment is just as critical as learning to live with joy. Disappointment can happen at both ends of the wormhole. Sometimes the person who created it ain't so chuffed on how it turned out either. And you know what they do? They step away and move on to the next one. Because these wormholes don't make themselves. Or, as they say in the classics, where there's a world, there's a way. And there you have it. Today's episode. Long one today. Footnotes, footnotes, footnotes. At one point, when I'm talking about using art as a portal, I say, this portal is as old as caves and as contentious as Tiffany Blue paint, or something like that. So Tiffany Blue is the official name for the colour Tiffany uses in all its marketing and branding. You know that, Blue. So the footnote contains a quote from a guy who made a Tiffany Blue knockoff because, and I quote, Tiffany Blue, it's illegal for you to paint with it. It's trademarked in every category. That's why we had to set it free. The knockoff colour he created is called Tiff, and it's a, quote, super flat matte high-grade shade that is basically the Tiffany colour, but you can use it legally. I also mention Play School in the piece, which for any colonial Commonwealth kids, you'll know all about Play School. It was a kid's show when I was a little tyke came on before Sesame Street, or maybe after, I can't really remember, had Big Ted and Mr. Squiggle drawing with his pencil nose, and uh, at some point in every show you would choose a window, and then you'd get pulled through the window to go watch a video. That's basically all I'm talking about. Uh, there's a link in the description. Ah, uh, memories. The Pangalactic Gargle Blaster needs no explanation, if you're a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy fan, but just in case you've never heard of it, it was invented by Zaphod Beeblebrox and is considered the best drink in existence. Uh, they describe the effects of drinking it as like, quote, having your brain smashed out by a slice of lemon wrapped in a large gold brick, end quote. It is recommended that you drink no more than two. I've gone on long enough. This is the longest one so far, I think. I hope you'll come back for more. These little missives are designed to inspire creative folk like you to get out and make something of your own. Go on, get out there and make it. If you enjoyed this ramble, please follow the podcast on whatever platform you choose so that you may never miss an episode. But for now, I'll leave you with this. Love what you love, and I really hope I'll see you out there making stuff. <laughs>